Welcome to Analyzing Television, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at situations and topics in the world of television. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about the brilliant Apple TV Plus. Now I just want to make it clear this isn't an advert, Apple isn't paying me to do this podcast, I just want to talk about a good streaming service because, you know, one of the things that we mainly kind of try to do here on Entertainment Talk is watch or play something whether it's a TV show, game or film or whatever, and give a review or our thoughts on something and recommend whether you should or shouldn't consume that piece of media. Um, so yeah, Apple isn't paying me or anything like that to do this podcast. I just really like Apple TV+. Plus. I'm relatively kind of new-ish to it, or at least from returning to it recently. And I've just been enjoying a bunch of shows. I want to talk about some of them shows. I want to talk about what Apple TV+, Plus I think, is doing right and um just really kind of get get into all that goodness i think so um yeah so what i'm going to do first of all i'm going to mention all the things i've seen so far on apple tv plus uh this is a relatively short ish list which kind of gets is going to get into the quality over quantity conversation and i am also going to do a little bit of comparison as compared to netflix i did just record a podcast on netflix as well or about netflix um, and their sort of quantity over quality approach. Uh, there's more details on that podcast as to what I talked about there. So I wanted to kind of like flip the script a little bit because I have been spending more time on Apple TV Plus than on Netflix. I've been enjoying more TV shows on Apple TV Plus than on Netflix. Um, I consume TV in other places as well. Now TV, some shows on Amazon here and there, such as Invincible. And also, you know, things on uh, Disney Plus as well. But I'm mainly here to focus on Apple TV Plus. So they're things, these are the shows that I've seen. Uh, and most, if not all of these shows, apart from a few, like, other things, are coming back for second seasons. So you've got Central Park, the animated, um, called Central Park in New York, uh, animated comedy, which is pretty good. The Morning Show, which is sort of, well, is the scripted morning show with uh, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell... And uh, Reese Witherspoon and some other people as well. Uh, Mark Duplass is in that show. Ted Lasso with Jason Suduk, I think is how you say his name. Uh, who's an American sports coach who came over to uh, uh, Richmond in the UK. And uh, is teaching them but doesn't know much about soccer. But is the whole, or as he would call it, soccer. Doesn't know much about uh, English football. Which is part of the whole comedy and the whole concept and the reason for the show. Seen that. Uh, Servant, which is a horror, sort of mysterious um, horror and mystery, I'd say, certainly, show from M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Uh, He's kind of the executive producer, which is about uh, Leanne, this woman who gets hired to be kind of a uh, servant-ish person, type of person, uh, for this family, who've got this child, and that kind of goes from there, but there's a lot of mysterious horror things that kind of happen in the show. Mythic Quest, which has just come back for its second season, which I'm really, really enjoying so far as well. I think it's had its uh, fourth episode yesterday. Uh, That's basically like an office, um, Silicon Valley-style comedy as to where these uh, the company that they're working on is working on this um, MMO sort of multiplayer game called Mythic Quest. So it's based... uh, Like, the the theme of the show is um, a video game development company. Um, and you get lots of cool, like, video game Easter eggs and references and all quite, all sorts of cool stuff. And, um, most of what you'll see in that show is them trying to come up with new ideas for expansions. Because that's what those sort of live service MMO 
games sort of need so you'll see that on the show uh the mosquito coast which has just started its first season it's had four or five episodes so far i think uh that's got uh, justin throw who was on the leftovers uh, which was the hbo show that not enough people watched it did finish with three seasons and it did have a have a series finale uh he's essentially on this show doing a kind of breaking bad ozark-esque sort of thing um it's quite good it's basically like a slow version of of those shows but it is still quite good uh, it's just a little bit slow paced at the moment but who knows maybe things will pick up a little bit later but I am enjoying that show then uh, something slightly different one of Oprah's interviews that she did uh, recently with Elliot Page and uh, his uh, interviewing him about his uh, transgender uh, journey and all that sort of stuff which was really really good so not a, not a TV show not like a scripted show that was an interview but uh, that was still quite good um I do want to mention one thing I watched that I didn't like, but I'll save that till last, because the other show that I watched on there, which was a limited series, which was called uh, Defending Jacob, which was Chris Evans playing the role of this dad, and uh, essentially uh, a kid at his son's school gets murdered, his son has got a lot of ties to that um, whole thing, because obviously he goes to the same school as this kid, uh, there's evidence that's put in place to, to suggest that he might have done it. And um, the dad is the lead investigator, or is at certain points in that show. Uh, so obviously there's a conflict of interest. You know, is he going to just automatically try and get his son uh, off the like charge for that because he's his son? Uh, that was quite good. That was a limited, I think it was eight episode um, series. So that was pretty good. And the one thing I did see on there, which isn't horrible or a terrible TV show, sorry, a film... Uh, the only film I've seen on Apple TV Plus, which is an Apple TV Plus original, is Cherry, which is the Tom Holland um, sort of war series, uh, or it's based on more of him sort of coming home from from war and everything. But it does show him at war as well. Didn't quite get on with that. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't very good. Uh, but that's the only uh, that stands at the moment. The only thing that I've seen on Apple TV Plus that I didn't like. All of these other shows, which I'm caught up on. Yeah, all of them. I, I haven't seen this yet. I haven't seen this week's um, uh, Mosquito Coast yet, but I've seen all of the available episodes for all of those other shows. I haven't checked out other things like For All Mankind or uh, C or um, what's that other show called? There's like Trying as well. There's a bunch of other stuff on there. Um, so yeah, the main kind of thing to point out. Uh, I mean, first of all, that's quite a good sort of. I mean, you know, in terms of my opinion, every, every, pretty much every TV show I've seen on there, I've liked. I don't know if I could say that about any other streaming service. Maybe Disney Plus, I could say that about as well. There's, there's some shows I kind of get on with on there, I kind of enjoy. Um, nothing I particularly didn't like on Disney Plus that I've seen that was a Disney Plus original. Um, oh no, there was that... Um, that film on Disney Plus. I actually can't remember the name of it. Which goes to show how I felt about it. Um, it was that film about that little kid. Who got like gadgets and stuff like that. I, j- I can't remember the name of it at all. Which tells you a lot about my feelings on that film. Whatever it was. It was the one that. it was. The, yeah, I think it was the first one that kind of skipped cinema releases. And re- was released on Disney Plus. Uh, but I can't remember the name of it. So no, I've not enjoyed everything I've seen on Disney uh, on Disney Plus. But yeah, I've enjoyed 99% of everything that I've seen 
on Apple TV Plus. Um, one kind of main thing I want to point out here is the quality over quantity. Now there is getting more and more things on Apple TV Plus. They are ramping that up a little bit, and obviously Apple TV Plus is much much newer than something like Netflix. I think Apple TV Plus is two to three years old at this point, maybe two and a half years old. Because uh, it came out at the same time as Disney Plus, which I thought was a bit of a mistake, but seems to have gone fairly well. Um, yeah, just their sort of quality over quantity. Um, these shows that are a bit shorter as well. Um, most of these shows here aren't more than 10 episodes. Netflix has had a bit of a knack in the past of making 13 episode seasons of shows that are just, just a few two episodes long. Defenders. I'm looking at you. Those, those sort of uh, um, the Marvel Netflix shows, of course, had the uh, the problem of that. That won't be happening any anymore, at least not on Netflix. So, but yeah, things like some of the seasons of Thirteen Reasons Why, mainly the third and the fourth one, uh, having too many episodes. Um, but it feels to me a little bit more like with Apple TV Plus that they kind of go for what they need as opposed to what they maybe want and that's a that's a drum that I'll keep kind of banging until I feel like I'm wrong which is a TV show or a film or even a game should only need to be as long as it needs to be in order to tell the story that it's got to tell uh you don't want any fluff or filler or anything else you want like you know characters to be able to process things and breathe in certain scenes but um because some of these shows are a little bit shorter. You've got things like Mythic Quest, Servant, Ted Lasso, Central Park. Um, those are all, I think, 30-minute shows. Uh, granted, with something like um, Central Park, that's, you know, a 30-minute-ish sort of animated comedy. Ted Lasso was about... I think Ted Lasso was between, like, 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, Servant was about 28 to 35 minutes-ish per episode. Uh, Mythic Quest is about the same length. And um, I think that's the only ones that kind of do that. Morning show is a bit, a little bit longer, sort of 45 minutes. Uh, Defending Jacob was a little bit longer. Uh, Mosquito Coast, those have actually been about an hour, so there's a little bit too much of that, maybe. So there, there may have been some, some little mistakes made made with that one. Um, but the other thing I kind of noticed when I started watching a few of these Apple TV Plus shows, and it especially kind of kicked in with maybe the pilot of Servant, was the production values here and one really kind of simple way I think to look at this is if you've got less TV shows on your platform and you've got you've still got a lot of money but you've got less shows that means in a way that you're able to put more money into less shows therefore making less shows in better quality quality over quantity it's kind of a simple thing and again, going back to Netflix a little bit, this is something that they've kind of forgotten a little bit how to do because they've come a little become a little bit of a sort of a dumping ground for for TV, in a way. Um, now I am nervous a little bit in terms of Apple TV Plus, where okay, I, I, as I'm going on there and watching Mythic Quest weekly, watching Mosquito Coast weekly, and you know having a look at some of the other stuff that they've got, I am noticing more and more things pop up on there, and they've also got like returning seasons for. Uh, for a lot of their other shows, because I think all these things, like I said, are, are coming back for for next season. So Apple does have a lot of money. Obviously, it's not a case of like not having enough money. It's just it's just a case of how you spread that money out between your shows and which ones benefit from that and which ones don't. 
And I think within the next maybe year or two, once we see, because, you know, things have returned back to filming, we're going to get next seasons of some of these shows. We'll see how that kind of works out. But, um, and, you know, because there's obviously the business competition sort of angle. So how's that going to kind of affect things when, you know, everybody else is kind of also able to return to filming? Um... That doesn't mean that I only want like these shows to come back for more seasons each year and nothing else. It's just how much more of other new stuff you kind of put in to those shows. And I do also understand there's the other angle as well, which is once, you know, a lot of shows have been going on five, six, seven, eight seasons, when do you end them? If you start running out of shows, you've got to fill those gaps. But the other kind of counterpoint to that, I think, is a lot of these shows are new. Uh, as well, a lot of these ones, I, f- I fact that most of them are only on their second seasons. Central Park's coming back for a second season. The Morning Show, second season. Ted Lasso, second season. Servant uh, has, to co- has actually coming back for its third season. Mythic Quest currently on its second season. Mosquito Coast has only had like four episodes. Uh, of course, the Elliot Page interviews is a, is a bit different to that. Um, and that is an enti- that's an entirely different thing because Oprah can do as many interviews as she wants. It's not going to affect like you know the amount of seasons she's had so that that's a fundamentally sort of different thing uh cherries obviously a film that don't need a sequel defending jacob was a limited series anyway so yeah it's just interesting when you've got a fair first of all a fairly new streaming service only a few years old you've got a lot of new shows that are coming back for still quite early seasons like second and third seasons and then you're also trying to put other new first seasons on top of that so you know it's just going to depend on okay. This this good track record that I've seen Apple TV Plus have with slightly less shows and then just more quality put into them with more production value and making making shows just better. You know, better writing, better acting, better directing, better scripts, that kind of thing. Uh, better overall sort of production values. Um, it's just going to depend on how some of those new shows affect that, I suppose. But um. That's mainly sort of what, what I want to talk about. Looking at what um, Apple TV Plus is doing as opposed to what the, someone like Netflix is doing. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. 
You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show it's just going to depend on... Because, again, I still stick to what I talked about episodes ago on uh, analysing television, which is this TV crash. I still think it's going to happen. I think it's been slowed down a little bit because of COVID and lack of production on TV shows. It, within the next year or two, now that things have returned to filming, now that, like, you know, TV started ramping up again, um, and all these streaming services keep trying to fight each other for the best content and to keep you keep you around you know keep you subscribed keep you watching how that's all going to kind of go um so but again even like right as of speaking obviously i can only speak really of right now and how things are right now with apple tv plus when i go on there and you know i watch my mythic quest or mosquito coast on fridays because everything comes out on fridays now (laughs) and you know i'm done with the episodes or i'm gonna watch it but i'm gonna have a quick look around first I'm not overwhelmed by the amount of content. Now, there is, like, loads of other third-party stuff sort of put on there. Like, you can buy episodes of, like, Line of Duty or Euphoria and other stuff. That's that's totally different as opposed to, like... I'm talking about their original programming. Because there is a tab at the top where you can click on uh, Apple TV Plus only. I scroll through, through that list. That list itself isn't even that long. So, at the moment, it, at the moment it's at a really, really good level of... I go on there, I watch what I'm watching, you know, Mythic Quest and uh, Mosquito Coast. And then I have a little look around on other stuff. And I've got, like, some other things in mind to watch, you know, um, uh, For All Mankind, C, and uh, maybe watch that trying as well. But I'm not sort of thinking, like, wow, there's so much on here. I'm kind of, like, I don't know what to click on. It's sort of, okay, there's a fair bit on here. There's not too much. I'm not completely overwhelmed and sort of just, like... You know, browsing for fifteen, you know, ten, fifteen minutes or whatever, and then just not click play on anything. Um, I'm tending to sort of actually click on more stuff and watch more trailers because I'm just, I'm just simply not overwhelmed with. Okay, there's so much here. I don't know what's good. Don't know what's bad. Don't know what's going to get like cancelled or renewed. Which again digs into some of the problems that Netflix has got. You kind of scroll around a bit on Netflix and you think, okay, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. Some things you've never heard of that just kind of pop up. <clears throat> some things you've heard people talk about before and then there's just the question of okay if I actually decide to watch one of these things it, okay is it renewed you might know if it's renewed or not already how many seasons has it got you know how long is it going to take you to catch up um, but then also thinking okay if I dedicate you know some time to e- even one or maybe two or three seasons of watching this thing am I going to watch that and it just get cancelled and it kind of lead to nowhere so um as have the good thing is it's seeing that commitment I think about a year or so ago when Apple sort of came out and was like okay most of what we got got is renewed and it, it felt a lot more stable and reliable of okay not only have you not got masses and masses and masses of content that overwhelms me but 
a lot of things that I've watched are good, so I know that your track record is good in terms of the content that you make. And you've also come out and said, okay, most of the big shows that we got, you know, I think everything I've mentioned, apart from obviously Cherry, Defending Jacob and that, which are films or limited series, everything's kind of been renewed. So you you know that, okay, if you go through that first season or second season, there's already a, th- a third one or, you know, a next season in the books, which which is very important for something like, you know, what could we call it? Viewer commitment. Uh, I suppose is, is a good way to put it. And I I've, I have seen a lot of people say, you know, with, within the last year or so, as Netflix has started being a bit more brutal with cancellations of, okay, if a first season of a Netflix show comes out, or, you know, the tip, the sort of cliche, the little thing at the moment of, like, Netflix shows being cancelled after three seasons, you know, okay, is this going la- to last more than one year? Okay, if it does, is it going to last more than three years? But... Apple at the moment seems to be on the road of, okay, most of our shows are doing pretty well. We don't have masses amount of them, so it's less money to put out because there's less shows to, to put that money into. So you're able to, they're able to commit to it more business-wise by renewing more things. And you're able to commit to it a little bit more viewer-wise because you know that you're not overwhelmed with choice. And things that you're watching are likely to come back for next seasons quite likely so i just think they're doing a really good job at the moment and uh, i'm looking forward to watching um i almost called it mythic coast uh mosquito coast uh later on and the next episode seeing where that goes um and then you know in in july i think it is ted lasso comes back for another season looking forward to that i think i got renewed for a second and a third season actually so Again, even with that right there, you know, I watched the first season, knew it was already renewed for second and third, knew that was kind of in the books, they were in production, all good. Second season's coming out in, uh, I think it's end of of July, even when that starts rolling out weekly, I know there's another season in the books, they might even renew it for another one after that, I don't know. Um, It's just that sort of, almost a bit of like a TV safety net, if you will. Um, as opposed to watching like a 10 episode first season or something and then oh it's cancelled cool well you know you wasted your time so (laughs) I don't know I just think they're doing a really good job I think um, they deserve some more subscriptions because you you know you look at the what's considered like the the big uh, streaming services in this streaming wars you'd think of most people would say what HBO which include you know HBO HBO Max whatever Netflix Hulu Disney and uh, what other one would we say? Pretty, pretty much those four, I think. Yeah, Disney, you know, Mandalorian, Marvel shows, One Division, all that. HBO with all their different things, and obviously they've um brought in all those DC Universe shows like Titans and that. Um, Netflix with the shows I mentioned on the other podcast like Stranger Things, Crown, Witcher, and um. Hulu with things like Handmaid's Tale and I can't think of any other Hulu shows I love Love Victor which is great as well um so yeah but anyway uh, that's pretty much what, what I want to talk about with Apple Apple TV Plus it feels like a uh, safety net for television really at the moment at the moment maybe I'll revisit this in two years and all these shows have been cancelled I don't know but um but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I just like, I really, really like what they're doing. I think it's worth your time to go and subscribe to them. Again, this isn't an ad for it. I just really like the service. And hey, by the way, in case some of you don't know, because I kind of discovered all this by accident in a way. I knew that this was a thing, but I didn't quite remember when I got a new iPhone. If in the last, I think it's in the last year or two, if you've got a new Apple TV 
sorry, a new Apple device. So um, I think that counts with iPad, iPhone, iMac, and I can't think of any other Apple devices. But those, those main devices. How I found it, just to let you know how I found it, is I went to settings because I had a new phone. I had to figure out, you know, or set set all the all the things up, make sure I had the right ringtones and all that, all that all that kind of basic stuff. Um, I went into settings and it said, for for some reason it was in settings and not in just like my app or, or the uh, app store or whatever. Went to settings, went to like you know mess about with a bunch of things. And it said, you're eligible for a free year of Apple TV+. Plus. I clicked on that, signed into my Apple um, uh, account, and then redeemed that, and then knew that the uh, app was on PlayStation and Xbox. Downloaded them on that, because I've been watching all the, all this all this TV and stuff that I mentioned here. I've been watching it on my uh, Xbox and PlayStation, uh, as opposed to my phone. Um, and then, yeah, just, just signed in through that it had like an apple.com slash whatever and then you put in a code and it signed me in automatically on the uh on the xbox so yeah so if you're thinking like oh i'm gonna all, all this stuff matt's mentioned you know all these great shows i'm interested you know oh it's gonna cost me um i think it's i think it's only like six pounds a month by the way uh oh, i don't want if you like you know you don't want to spend the six pound to, to get involved if you've got a new apple device go and check your settings and you might be eligible for a year for free uh, there's also things like Apple Arcade, which, to be honest, I don't care about. And what was the other one? Was it Apple Music or something? I can't remember. But th- those two were in there. I haven't redeemed the uh, Apple Arcade thing because I really don't care about that. I'm not going to use that. So, um, yeah, go and check your settings and see if you're eligible. Of course, if you don't have an Apple device, then you probably won't be. But you might still be able. To, you might still be able to get like a free one week subscription or something, like a um, one week trial. Maybe so. Anyway, go and check it out. Uh, it's Apple TV. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, let me know what what do you think of Apple TV? What do you think of what they're doing and the whole safety net with TV and what they're doing with with renewals and production values? Have you seen any of these shows? Do you like them? Dislike them? Is there any shows I haven't mentioned here which you've seen on Apple TV Plus that you'd like me to uh, go and check out as well? Uh, let me know all your th- feelings about that and about what Netflix is doing as well. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts as well. So check those out. Uh, if you'd like to support Entertainment Talk on the podcast, you can of course go and listen to more of our episodes. Uh, so go and do that if you want to. Uh, you can also just simply tell people that you know either through word of mouth or social media about what we do, where it is, and where they can find it. That that kind of thing. Uh, so either EntertainmentTalk.org or search for us on your favorite podcast platform as well. Uh, David is posting, speaking of TV and film news and all that kind of stuff. If you want to know what Apple's doing next or any of these streaming services or any of the other uh, TV. But yeah, if you want your TV and film news, geektown.co.uk and geektown radio. Sorry, geektown.co.uk and geektown radio. Those post on Tuesdays, the geektown radio episodes. You can also find Beck streaming pretty much daily over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. And uh, for all the cool stuff that she does over there, you can also find me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, streaming more regularly now. Uh, so go and give me a follow over there. Go and give us both a follow, a follow on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, and eTalkUK. Go and follow both of them on Twitch. You'll be notified when they go live. I try not to stream at the same time as Bex because that's not really a great idea. So uh, just give us both a follow 
and uh, go from there. If you miss any of my archived Twitch streams, they'll be archived later on YouTube. Entertainment Talk plays, so go and give those a watch over there if you've missed any of the streams. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go and watch uh, Army of the Dead as well. <coughs> Look out for a review of that um, later. It's two and a half hours long, so you've got to give me some time. But I've uh, got to put these episodes up first. Then I'll go and watch that, and then I will review that later as well. So look out for that later. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Zack Snyder with Zombies. Goodbye.